Hey, I'm Callie Pierce, a multi-passionate creative entrepreneur, coach, RTT hypnotherapist, and healer from way back before it was cool. It's my mission here to help share what I've learned on my own journey to inspire, entertain you, and help you to focus to create authentically, monetize your work strategically, and find your flow because this world needs more of what you have to offer. Are you ready? Good. Let's go to the show. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Liberate Your Soul, Inspiring Your Confident, Creative Best Self. Today, we're going to talk about becoming inspired despite self-doubt. Last episode, we talked about getting focused, and there was a lot about uh, letting go of the need to control the process. And today I'm going to talk a little bit about trusting yourself and trusting the process. And when I say the process, I want to just mention that I'm talking about the way the inspiration comes to you. It's not necessarily a set process of how things are done. We get the thing and it goes from point A to point B to point C to point D. It's not anything like that. It's trusting the creative uh, muse that inspires you to get your craft onto paper or uh, to print or whatever the case may be, right? Onto your audio medium, whether you're creating music or dance, however that is, okay? A great book that I'd like to recommend to you is Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. She is also the author of Eat, Pray, Love, which I still have not read that book for some reason. It's just never been high up on my list. I know it's fantastic. It was like swept the whole world, but um, I never read it. So there, (laughs) but I did read Big Magic and I know she's a fantastic author and has inspired millions of people. And by reading that book, I was inspired. And being an author myself, I resonated so deeply with her um, just overall message about trusting the process and getting inspired and getting out of your own way. And that's really what this podcast episode is all about, is getting out of your own way, getting out of your head, and getting confident in who you are so that you get started on your work. A lot of times people are hesitant or uh, reticent to get going on putting anything out in the world because they think, some limiting thoughts or beliefs. And some of the limiting thoughts and beliefs that you might think about creative work are, well, that's been done before. It's been done way better than what I could do. The market's so saturated, I couldn't possibly offer or contribute anything beyond what's out there already. What I do is so minuscule compared to what the greats have done. Nobody's going to want to see what I do. My ideas are stupid. My ideas are less than creative. They're just scribbles or I couldn't even possibly. I don't have the skills or the education. I don't have the talent. I don't have the money. I don't have the tools. I don't have the time. I'm not good enough, smart enough, male enough, female enough, delicate enough, brazen enough, whatever. The list can go on for miles and miles and miles of what you think you're not enough of in order to get your work out in the world. 
But I'm here to tell you that those are all lies. Your brain is tricking you into being safe because we're hardwired that way. I said that weird, hardwired that way um, to keep us safe and small and comfortable and not viewed no matter who you are. Even if you think you face that block about being seen or showing up in the world in a big way, when we're doing something creative, there is a part of us that is terrified of being ridiculed, rejected, put down, um, criticized, all of those things. And when we do expressive work, whether that's on painting or through dance or any of the creative arts, we've got to battle through years and years. And I'm not talking five to 10 years. I'm talking about thousands of years of wiring that went through our primitive brains to keep us safe. So in order to get yourself past that, you've got to unlock your own particular flavor of subconscious beliefs and say, you know what? Some of that might be true, but screw it. I'm going to do it anyway. I might look foolish at first, but I'm going to get better. I might not be the best artist that looks like Michelangelo or Picasso or Rembrandt, but I'm going to get out there and I'm going to put my vision down on canvas. Even if my technique is imperfect, it is my vision on the canvas. If it doesn't look the way I wanted it to, it's going to get better. I'm going to practice and practice and practice and practice makes progress and I'm going to get better. One day, someone's going to look at my paintings and they're going to say, that's beautiful. If you're an author, you're going to look in a library or in a bookstore or go on Amazon and look at the thousands and thousands and thousands of books that are available and remind yourself that every single person that has a book out there didn't look at the other books and say, oh, there's enough books. I guess I won't write anymore. No, they kept going. They picked up the pen or kept typing on the computer, word processor, typewriter, whatever it may be at whatever point in time it was, and they kept on writing. Yes, it can be incredibly scary to get your work out there. Trust me, when I got my first book out into the world, it was scary. I was like, okay, it's done. And then someone's like, I want to read it. And I'm like, Ooh, you want to be a test reader? And they were like, yeah. And I was, so I was like, Oh, perfect. So I was getting ready to hit send. And I had this whole trepidation and fear, like someone besides me is going to read this. Like, what will they think? And then I thought, well, gosh, you know, I, I guess if I'm going to write, like other people are going to read it. Like, hello, I got to get over this now. But then I hit a whole new level when I put it out on the website, on Barnes and Noble's website for people to actually purchase, like complete strangers. It was kind of like putting a newborn baby out in the street and just like hoping people don't run over it. I mean, that's a pretty gross analogy and pretty graphic, but maybe on the sidewalk, you're just like, okay, everybody take care of my baby. Be nice to it. Don't say mean things about it. Like I put a lot of hours and time and thought and care and prayer and everything all over it. Like, please be nice. But I had to let it go. And 
you know, come what may, it's out there in the world. That's what the whole point of it was, was to get it out there and trust and hope and allow it to be. So when you're getting ready to put your work out there in the world and you're totally ready, you're like, okay, you know what? This is pretty good. I'm going to sell it. I'm going to put it on Etsy or sell it on Amazon or Barnes and Noble, whatever it is that you're putting out in the world. Or maybe you're just going to perform or put your services out there for the very first time. You're like, oh my gosh, this is for real. Like people are going to pay me for this. And you've got to be able to have the confidence that what you have is valuable, is worth what you're charging, and you feel good about it. Like, yeah, I'd I'd pay for that. Like, I know what I put into that, and it's totally valuable. I went through something similar with my coaching practice, I guess you'd say like three, four years ago, um, when I took my business from a brick and mortar to an online presence. And recently I started a blog and I wrote about imposter syndrome. And I wrote a little bit about how I wasn't even really aware of imposter syndrome until I entered the online space. And it was really, I guess, more because I was confident in who I am as a person uh, through a lot of work and carefully um, contemplated thought and self-work and all of the things that I've done in my life through therapy and other healing modalities, I had gotten to a point where I know who I am. I'm pretty sure of where I walk in the world and how I walk in the world. But when I entered this online sphere, I was seeing it everywhere. People who are not sure of who they are, of how they're being perceived or what it is that people are thinking about them and what they offer. And so I sort of started feeling that way myself with my coaching and how I was offering my services, how I was helping my clients, and I was really just kind of trepidatious entering that sort of realm. So what did I do? Well, I did what a lot of people do, and that was pursue more education. I wanted to kind of get the skills and certifications under my belt with those letters behind my name so that I could have irrefutable evidence of being good enough. But in the creative realm, we don't have that luxury to say, well, you know, this person is good enough because their stuff is fantastic. Art is subjective. Books are even subjective. Yes, you can have a a New York Times bestselling book. In fact, I have one sitting in front of me. It's called Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. How the courage to be vulnerable transforms the way we live, love, parent, and lead. She is a New York Times bestseller. It's got more than 2 million copies sold, and that's fantastic. So yes, you can have great readership or great, um, you know, your artwork can command high prices, but when you're creating it and you're putting it together and you're getting it ready to go out in the world, there's nobody standing behind you going, yeah, yeah, this is a bestseller. Oh, yep. And you don't have the applause and the cheerleading and there's no gold stamp that's just being put on every page and embossed letters telling you that this is a New York Times bestseller. You've got to trust your gut and trust your instinct and be confident in who you are, in your skill set, and how you feel about the piece in order to keep going. So how do we get that? Well, it's practice. 
right? Practice makes progress. We're never going to get perfect at anything, but we can get better at what we do. We can step up and be confident that who we are as a person and what we have to offer in our own unique way, whether that's through our perspective in arts, our perspective in a performance, our perspective in services with our own unique life experiences, how that is going to help people change the world, completely um, shift the paradigm from what people are expecting to hear or see or be, what we make people feel by what we're creating, that is how you can gain confidence. How you can totally shift from not feeling good enough to feeling worthy is not by looking at right or left or looking at the masters and the great ones by a measuring rod of how you can compare, but as what is possible for you. You can look at it as oh my gosh, if they can do that with a lifetime of achieving in their world, imagine what I can do with where I am right now with a little bit of dedication, diligence, perseverance, and willingness to put my heart and soul in it. Just like Brene Brown says, daring greatly, being vulnerable, putting everything that you are onto what you do. I was thinking of MasterChef, like putting yourself onto the plate, right? Being able to just truly be raw and authentic and real. That is what is going to change the world, make your work a success and define your body of work. It's going to make a legacy out of what you do versus, oh yeah, you know, sometimes I splattered paint around or sometimes I wrote some things down. Um, I never really got it out in the world because I was too busy hiding behind my imposter syndrome. I was too busy not feeling good enough about myself and battling the demons of insecurity to really give it a go. Right? Nobody wants to die saying those things. You want to go ahead and give it a try. And so what if something fails? So what if something is a flop the first go around? It could be that I never, ever, ever sell one thing ever, ever again. I doubt it. The only way that that would happen is if I failed and stopped. If I just never gave another offer out there, if I never told you about my win friends, influence business, and love yourself in three weeks course bundle for just $27 that I created for you, right? It's confidence tips. It's an audio recording on how to get confident in yourself and some really deep probing questions to ask yourself about your strategy and your mindset and your business. If I never did that, never created it, never told anyone about it, then I wouldn't succeed. But if I continue to create things like that and then go ahead and market them, if I continue to create blogs and I continue to tell the whole world about all these brilliant, beautiful things that I've learned in my lifetime from my experience in business, from all these wonderful books that I've read, that is gonna guarantee my success. And for you, no matter what it is you do, whether you do interpretive dance with CVS receipts, which I just saw on TikTok the other day, and I don't remember her username, but I am loving her so much. She makes me laugh. If you do that, if you do artwork, if you write books, if you write a blog, if you just have a pet grooming business, and I don't say just because that is hard work. If you have a pet grooming business where you are you know, fluffing them up and making them beautiful and making them feel comfortable and loved and also maybe giving them a little bit of um, 
the healing arts that you know I'm so fond of, no matter what it is, if you do it with your own personal flair and style, you are going to succeed. And if you continue at it, you're going to get better and better and you're going to have more and more confidence and you're going to just do it in your own way. So trust the process, trust that everything that you're doing is always at the right time, and you're always going to be inspired by exactly the right things at the right moment. There is not one thing that you're going to be set back by other than your own mind and your own limitations of what you're telling yourself. So when you lean in, you give it of your whole self, your whole heart into what you do, and you just keep going with that can-do attitude, and I'm going to do it, then you're going to be able to reap the benefits of everything that is and everything that has come before you, and you're going to be able to keep putting your own little flair on your craft. So get out there, get creating, keep going. And if you want to get your hands on that bundle of creating confidently by winning friends, influencing your business and loving yourself in three weeks, then there's a link to that down in the show notes, or you can check out quantumhighways.com and click on the digital products and go crazy. Have fun with it. It's super, super valuable and it's a steal right now at its current price. So thank you so much for spending time with me this week. I cannot wait to share with you more and more and more about how to uh, focus, strategize, monetize, and do all the creative things. It's been such a blast. Until next time, take care. Take care.